What do you get when you throw a pandemic into an advanced society? The birthing of a pointless podcast. We are the neighbors upstairs. What's going on, neighbors? We are back for another episode. This is the neighbor on the left. I'm here with neighbor on the right. And hey, just how you doing, everybody. What's going on, righty? So as usual, it seems like uh, you know we're we have a, a new neighbor coming in. He is the neighbor from apartment three B. Welcome three B. Three B, how are you? How's it going, guys? Welcome three B. Yeah, so happy to be here. We're happy that you're here. And the question we want to ask you is, how have you been doing during this this time, this quarantine, this me time period? Like, how have you been doing with that? I imagine basically like everybody else, just dying of boredom and trying to just pass time. You uh, been hitting the bench or uh, hitting the treadmill at all during quarantine? Oh, definitely. But I guess not as much as I should be. Shame, shame. I, I mean, know, right? Definitely more than me. I, 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 started, I started off really strong during the first two weeks. I made sure every morning to get up and go jogging and just do some squats and stuff like that. And then after the two weeks, that's it. That's where it all went downhill from there. And that's unfortunate, right? Like this is if, if you were to start that trend of, you know, 3B is a is a workout machine. This would be the time. There's nothing else to do really unless you actually have a job that requires you to work. Keep showing off there, tough guy. I'm just saying. Stay hard, motherfucker. Oh, is that neighbor <laughs> on the right over there flexing his... Yeah, of course. 3B, you know, you should consider going on a 10-day silent meditation retreat. I actually went to one in the summer. I think it'd be something right up your alley. Yeah, you see, there's this crazy thing where I like to go to work all day. And not sit on my ass and pondering the universe. <laughs> well, the secrets of the universe? Yeah, how sure. Has, we'll call it uh, that. How has photography, videography for weddings been? You know, not the greatest. People uh, are still getting married right now, right? People are still getting married. I've actually been getting requests for work in Lakewood, which is a very, you know... Jewish neighborhood? It's, no, city. it's... I'm looking for the right one. It's a very orthodox neighborhood. Mm -hmm. Intensely orthodox, orthodox. So there's a lot of weddings that come out of there. And that's about 25 to 30% of my work right there in that neighborhood. So every week or weekend, I would be down there. And it's crazy. So there's, they're still doing it. Are, do they have like 200, 300 people coming in? No, 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 no. The numbers are abysmally smaller. But the problem here is, okay, you know, we're going to go do your wedding. There's a bunch of things that have come into play here. So, yeah, okay, I'm going to wear my gloves and my mask and try to keep the proper distance. It's presented a challenge in terms of negotiating pay because mm -hmm. nobody's working right now. And so we're, as a videographer, let me correct you, righty. I'm not a photographer, <laughs> but I am a videographer. But getting back to before, is there's a, a challenge in negotiating contract prices now. Because remember, you don't want to destroy the industry. And that's the main big issue there is that once everything is done, let's say tomorrow the cure for COVID-19 comes out. Okay. We still have to get back to work. We still 
have to pay back the money borrowed from government for the stimulus relief bill. That is an entirely another story on its own. I'm not going to yeah. go there just yet. Okay, but sure. Yeah, the, the biggest hurdle here is that we're not working as many hours. We're not making as much money. But for the meantime, I say it's good to do just to, you know, get the word out there that you're still operating. You're the, still abysmal, the abysmal numbers that you're seeing at these weddings, what are you talking, 20, 30 people? Okay, so normal wedding is minimum 200 people. That's what I've noticed minimally at, at every wedding. There's like at least 200 people, you know, 100 people from the bride side, 100 people from the groom. Not everybody can afford a, you know, a million dollar wedding here. Uh, you know, I'm just throwing numbers out here just to be safe, but whatever. The numbers now, they're more like some, some are 20, some are a maximum wow. of 50. So who are we not inviting to this wedding? That's what I'm thinking. You know, are yeah, you, you that's know, a tough decision to is, make. Is right. So like, are, do you, only. it's like the in-laws, right? Which one of the in-laws are we not inviting who's not getting that invitation well for sure i'm not inviting your second cousin because she's a piece of shit <laughs> she always looks she's she was when when the when the when the times got tough for us baby she was the one that was telling you that it wasn't going to go anywhere okay she was not our ally okay so she she's not in the wedding right she's out righty tell us your experience and now i'll tell you experience similar experience when it comes to florist business as you know, it's a family business. And I mean, we've had some miniature backyard type weddings where, you know, you just get a little sukkah, little, you know. What does that mean? For, for like for a little Jews awning. out there. Oh, for all the people that aren't Jews, like what does that mean? A like sukkah? a little tent with an awning kind of a thing where you had maybe five or 10 people there. Just a little <laughs> tiny. I kind of like that. It's it, it sounds like it's more spiritual, right? Um, it's not for show. Yeah, definitely. It, it probably means more because you're not trying to look your best for these people you're not going to see until, you know, you have your first child and you're going to have, a, you know, that, that one year birthday party. This is just, this is just for you. It's just for your family. I kind of like that. It's, it's a little sweet, no? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, it's yeah. basically just having your siblings and parents. <laughs> And and in the videographer in a videography business, you're probably not moving as much. You're not you're not trying to chase these crazy scenes of people doing these crazy dance moves, right? It's just I would say like this, man. I prefer the small jobs over the big ones. So this works any day. Big ones are uh, how do you say they're crazy? They're really crazy. There's a lot of stuff that you need to pay attention to, but at the same time, the bride and I say the bride only because. 90% of the times they're the only ones that give a shit. And so they want to make sure that they're getting the most cinematic shots and the most cinematic details. And it's like, hey, you remember that movie? Like, yeah, I wanted the Avengers. Remember the Avengers where like Hulk and you're like, yeah, which scene? Just Hulk. Yeah, but like what scene? Just like Hulk, you know, I want that scene. It's like, yeah, but what are we talking about here? Yes, yes. I'm sure <laughs> on her wedding day, she's going to be referencing the Hulk. <laughs> no, man, they want love. That's what they want. That's my job. Hey, I sell love. Wait, there's love in Hulk. Oh, Hulk I'm loves. sure there is. Hulk smash. Don't you remember? Hulk smash. <laughs> what was the biggest wedding you've ever had to videography, do videography for? And how many other people did you need people. with you? I you said 2,000? That's a 2, lot. 2,000 people was the oh biggest God. job that I've ever done. We were a crew of about 10 cameramen 
everybody had their own area to cover and it wasn't that bad actually you would think for such an event i would be running around crazy nope not at all can i assume that everyone is just covering their corner like okay you yes. go there that was is there the competition though is there is there like competition like listen i want i saw that corner first i want that piece i don't want to be right. on the groom side i want to be on the bride are you side. talking for that just that one no day in general like in general, in general? Is it, maybe yeah. yes there, so there is okay the field has gotten saturated big time and it's like it's become the field of who can deliver the highest quality for the cheapest price and that's sort of the reason why you ever, i left the field do you ever get into like fights with other, other cameramen during the job yes like what, yes. what would that be like what Definitely. what does that look like what kind of kung fu moves do you throw at them <laughs> Uh, my kung fu moves uh, means uh, me throwing my camera at their head because I have ins- an insurance policy on that camera, so I don't really have to give a fuck about it. You're good. Yeah. Well, that's um, interesting. So I feel like there should for sure be some kind of, you know, like reality TV shows just suck. I feel like this would be the reality TV show I'd watch, not Wedding oh, Wars. Yeah. No, I've, I've said it's it videography before. Wedding Wars. Documentary on this whole process of it's not like it's not uh, what people see on TV. I'm sorry, it's nothing like that. Uh, about fifty percent of the jobs, the bride is stressing like crazy, and you don't want to deal with that. It's like I'm here to videotape this job. Just get on with your fucking day and. Stop your bitching. I, I suppose it's like it's not something that you want to say to her. And it's not my job to calm her down. No. Wait, I, have you ever done that? Have you like calmed the wife or the it, bride? It has down? gotten to a point I've dealt with. Do you my play therapist? Illness. So you're basically like a therapist. No, but at the same that? time, though, you can't take a nuanced approach. We can, as humans, if we're mindful enough, use our body language to influence someone else who is stressing to kind of bring them into a more relaxed state you can't do it on a daily basis it's a skill i'm sure burnout is a huge factor right yeah like just trying to calm people down so what do you do what do you do when you just feel completely burned out i'll tell you the truth i i have screwed up on some jobs (laughs) like what would you do you have to tell us there was no emotion to the film. It was just literally me pointing the camera because I've been so overworked, so tired. Um, imagine just going one day after the other till sometimes till two o'clock. This was when I was first in the field, like the first five years. I've been doing this for a good 10 to 15 years. The first five years were what I'd like to call hell. It was. Have you ever like, have you ever like cursed? Have you ever cursed at a wife? <laughs> Have you like cursed at someone, you know, that you're doing the job for? In front of the bride, but never at the bride. In your mind, you did. <laughs> yeah, basically. So you never had like any any kind of altercations with you know with the, the bride, bride, the bride, and, never, and and the groom. I've never fucked up to this day. Not with the bride. Okay. I will say this. Have you seen it though? Have you seen someone fuck up? Yes, I have. I I, I have some stories. You know, I, I've got some stories on that. But real quickly, I will say this. I think during my first two years starting as an assistant, all the, this one job, all the women had long trains. Do you guys know what a train is? Is that the long, you know, the dress? It's like a, a you know, so, it's like a tail, back, right? It's, it's basically a giant veil. Well, it's not a veil. No, I'm sorry. The, the train is a piece. It's, 
how do I put this? Isn't it like the train of the cloth uh, that connects to the back of the dress? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So I stepped on the wife's mother's train as she was walking around, and all you hear is like the biggest. Did you get any time. nudity? <laughs> See any nudity? Or oh have you God. ever caught nudity while videography? While you doing so what do you how do you even rebound so, from that you know me being the new guy i was just like oh and uh, that's, you know, that that's it forgiven was, yeah no no <laughs> it's she the way you said oh pissed <laughs> she was pissed there how was, much of the dress god was remaining bridal attendants i'll say this much thank god for those bridal attendants because that woman there saved my life she was able to stitch everything back into place and it held for the night Wait, did you get paid that night? Oh, yeah, I got paid for that. Okay, so that didn't affect your bottom line. <clears throat> Crazy. Tales from a videographer. I like it. Yeah, <laughs> we should name this one. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Maybe that's the title right there, Tales from a Videographer. You've really not seen any nudity at any time while you're no accidental nudity that you happen to catch or, capture on video throughout all your hours or doing video? Come on. Uh, or good ass moments. I think Righty's looking for some yeah, some drinking material. Some I'm really crazy material. Wow, Righty, quarantine is hitting him hard, eh? <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> He's know, like, I got that Pornhub Premium one month quarantine. <laughs> oh, has oh, it has it expired I, already? I bet. I think he's one looking for month. some more. He's looking for some new. <laughs> All right, some new um, content. Nudity. Um, I, I have a question, 3B. That's ever happened as far as nudity goes. No, you don't even have to. You know what? Do no. I? No, no, no you don't have to. about catching side boobs? I mean, you want some juicy <laughs> panties? Material, <right>? <laughs> <laughs> I, 3B, I do have a question, though. Like, have you ever thought about perhaps starting like a vlog on YouTube? You know, about, I don't know, just, I don't even know, like the, the different worlds that pertain to cameras and videography <sighs> and all that, kind of a how to and. It seems like you have a lot of experience. Have you ever thought about that? Um, I feel like I hit I hit a nerve. Yeah. Um, starting a vlog, you know, it's it's crossed my mind before, but I'm not that. I don't really see myself as the talent in front of the lens. You know what I mean? Like, if you're gonna make, if you're gonna start making YouTube vid- videos, which is what I assume you're, yeah, yeah, talking about, you gotta make sure that the content is worthy of being watched. From what I'm hearing, these stories you're telling us, I feel like there's a lot <laughs> that people might want to actually watch. I'd watch these stories. I'd, I think I, I would sure have watch it. enough to cover maybe like a good couple of episodes, but nothing more than that. Hey, man, we have Joe Exotic from Tiger King. Uh, that's a thing people are loving. This could be, you could be the Joe Exotic of videography. Oh, yeah, Tiger King, huh? <laughs> maybe not. Fun maybe fact, not. Fun fact, I still haven't fate. seen it yet. Damn. Yeah, it's, I think it's, if it wasn't for quarantine, I don't think it'd be as big as it as it is or was um it's kind of crazy like they're gonna be shooting a an actual series where nicholas cage plays joe exotic the main guy no yeah <laughs> nicholas cage they got approval for making yes. that yeah yeah nicholas so, cage was born to play that he was born to play like all wacky parts to call up netflix with my idea right now Yo, yeah. I mean, oh. you can. Netflix, I think, is taking any idea. Tales from a Videographer. That's, I'm telling you, that's that's a series right there, 3B. That's a series that I would watch. And the, 3B, and huh? I, I'm wondering, you know, Nicolas Cage p- could play you. Uh, I, I I highly doubt that. But you, yeah, you sure. Can. We'll you can, give that man. a shot. I don't know. I feel like there's something there. 
I would watch. So you guys excited for new stimulus checks this time around? Ooh. New shiny $3 trillion heroes. Don't get me started on Bill? that. We just did. We just, we, I think we just hit another nerve. What you got for us? Three. Been that vein. All right, that's the back. That's the back, right? Are you there. showing us? Um, he's showing us. Oh, he he wrote about this. Okay. Wow, that's a I lot of notes. Three B laid on us. Search. What do you think? Oh wait, 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 wait! It started off with this. Oh, it's, okay. okay. It's a pink post-it. Front and back. He's showing us, yeah, a post-it. And then it moved on to this. And now it's an entire sheet of paper. This she is serious. And back. I don't think I've ever seen three B uh, write. On a sheet of paper, it's always been on a computer. I got a little excited for this. You know what? what? I'm excited that you got excited for it. So, so like, what do you have? What do you think <sighs> about this three trillion dollar uh, stimulus program? Right? Is that what is that what they vote are going to be voting for? Yep. Uh, about eight hundred seventy-five billion is supposed to go to state and local governments, from what I recall off the top of my head. Or no, no, that was actually the previous one. I actually have it right here. Let me pull it up. Where does that? There'd be another twelve hundred dollar check. We've got extended unemployment benefits, more stimulus, uh, hazard pay for essential workers, which that hazard pay will not even be enough to cover their hospital bills should they get COVID nineteen. We've got extended SNAP benefits. Strike teams for nursing homes. I don't even understand the word <laughs> fucking strike, strike team. team. What does that mean? It what sounds happens? like a. Uh, do they phone? Are they the going in to kill them? And say, hey, <laughs> we got a situation over here. Okay, we're scrambling the strike team. Hold on. And then the cleaner team. Oh my god, Netflix! Netflix. This is a great series as well. Strike um, team, nurse edition. Like, what does that even mean? Does it have like a description? Here's what I got. Uh, the Heroes Act would provide 500 million in funding, so states could create strike teams that they could send to assist skilled nursing facilities where residents have been diagnosed with COVID-19. I want there to be like action-packed music playing in the background when the strike teams <laughs> visit these these uh, these units. Get, Yo, what's the problem? Let me blow your minds. New York State decided to count. So we know that the nursing home deaths total in New York State and all over this country and in the world has been horrific. But New York State decided to do something interesting with their stats by making it that the coronavirus death victims of people who originally were in nursing homes and got it there, but then went to a hospital and died there. They're not counting that as a nursing death coronavirus victim they're still dying of COVID 19 though no no i know but th- the point is they're doing that because they instead of let's say it's about six thousand people who died in the nursing home they don't want that number to be eight or nine thousand per they house. don't want to inflate the number they want to keep it down just because so. they also know Assholes. the truth is they kind of the botched behind it, how they dealt with nursing homes by allowing infected people who went to a hospital to come back into the nursing home only after two weeks of quarantining while still having the coronavirus. Jeez. That, I don't even know what to say to that. Like, what does that, what does that do, right? What is that, how's that helping the situation? It's not. Um, no, if anything, it's the opposite. This is fake news. This is literally oh, fake news. That's still fucked up. Um, What's interesting is that the Pennsylvania governor or someone no no sorry someone who was a director of a philadelphia nursing home had a grandmother in a nursing home and even though her state or her nursing homes were taking people who had been infected back in she actually took her mother out because she knew it was not 
get to keep her there. Again, I don't know how to react to the. It's, I don't know. I feel like this is t- this is bringing out the worst in humanity right now. But it's also not to say that it's not bringing out the best as well. I feel like as as much bad as we're getting from from people and reacting to COVID, I think people are reacting uh, fairly well too. Right, creativity. People are creating more. They're diving into. I don't know anything that makes yeah. them kind of competition as well for look at all competition. the competition for vaccines and potential remedies. Yeah. So well, for all the bad that way, we're getting, not only we're not only talking about uh, remedies slash vaccines, we're talking about pulling out of China completely. Hell yeah. Well, completely. well, it's really interesting because that's what we wanted. That's well, what wasn't the a problem. Wasn't a problem that China has most of these chemicals that help us make these vaccines or whatever. I and don't think it's, it's the materials. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I, I cut you off? No, go on, go on. Um, it's no, it's just the them doing the manufacturing, the manufacturing. I think it's the manufacturing. It's they, not the resources. So they man So that the problem is they do most of the manufacturing and we depend on them. And I think this has shown us or shown America or shown the governments that we can't allow ourselves to get used to sucking on the teat of another country. Yeah, so 3B, like you have that full sheet of paper. Yeah, throw something at me. So to date, because we've just gotten the 3 trillion tax relief just approved this past Friday, I believe. So in total, we're borrowing 5 trillion. 5 trillion. Uh, 5 trillion. So per year, our annual tax revenue is about 90% of 3 trillion. Okay. Three trillion dollars. You guys, all everyone listening right now, I I wish you saw Righty's face. It was it was as if he was watching a a horror movie, like a good horror movie. I mean, that's like think of all the stuff that could be done with three trillion. Imagine I could just let's say I had a ten thousand dollar credit limit. Imagine I went to purchase something for fifteen thousand and I put in my card numbers and the purchase went through. (laughs) Yeah, that's that's one way of like three B. Do you have anything positive to tell us? Because we we oh, will no. be abruptly oh, no, because <laughs> no, we're going to be finishing up this episode really we, really we, soon. We, we got plenty of time. We've got plenty we, of time. We don't, we can but go, we can record into the other one. Yeah, I see what's going not, on. Here. Not for this one, but we for sure we for sure want you to come back again because you are telling us some good stories. Uh, I want to know more about these crazy stories that you had about your videography sessions and all that. But let let's try to. I don't know, find the positive in this. And I think there's one positive in this. I have and one last yeah. thing to say. Go on. One last thing to say before sure. we move on to the hippie news. Summarize your thoughts on the on the three trillion dollar plan as well. I, I hate it because if you've ever actually read it, which I haven't had a chance, there's more than hundred and fifty plus pages which I could not do in one day. Well, that, well um, there's a reason for that, right? But they don't expect anyone to actually read that. It's, it's design. not about actually expecting to read it. It's about, holy shit, you've packed more stuff into this bill that we don't need or has anything to do with coronavirus at all. That's at all. Government. That's Here's what's going to happen the next time we have to take out some money or ask for a loan, I guess. We have to ask China for the money because they have the world's strongest balance sheet ever. We no longer have the ability to ask for a loan anymore. We can't take any more money out. It's it, it is it is ironic. JC Penney is filing for chapter eleven. They're asking for money from the government while we're asking 
money from China. It's uh, it's a, it's it's an, it's an interesting uh, conundrum everyone is in. Um, I think that's also a, a pro. JC Penny has filed for Trap Year 11. I, I, I don't remember shopping. I in, mean, many department stores kind of just became useless 10 years ago many, when yeah. online I mean, shopping became yeah. a thing. Brick and mortar is kind of dead. And you know what? Um, I say hopefully this helps the mom and pop shops, right? Let's, let's, let's help the mom and pop shops. Sorry, JCPenney. I know, I know lots of people are going to be losing their jobs, but it was going to happen. It was going to happen. And COVID just expedited that process. I don't know if it's a positive <clears throat> No, way. but the funny thing is, JCPenney, they weren't really a brand in and of itself. They didn't have any JCPenney branded items. They were, they, all, every single thing they carry, you can get in Macy's and or from the own manufacturer's own website. So even Macy's it, is starting to have problems. Though. Yeah, Macy's as well, oh, even Marcus as well. A lot of these stores were just, you know, collecting other people's stuff, but they weren't really bringing something that you can't get now online. I, like I said, I think it was going to happen and it is. Uh, is that good? Don't know if, is it, is it bad? It's for, I think it's for sure bad for lots of people that have jobs. It's, it's over. I know 3B is literally looking at me with the sheet of paper, but I, I promise you guys, he will come back. We will look into that sheet of paper, but that worked for nothing. That being said, I hope 3B, you enjoyed your time on this episode. What yeah. do you think? What was this experience like? Do you, do you, uh, did, did you like the apartment? Did you like how we, yeah? Yeah, I'm not used to being in front of the camera, but, uh, <laughs> you know, now I am. Neighbor on the right, this, is, this has been fun. Hell yeah. Tales from a videographer. Maybe that is the title of this episode. Um, guys, so if you enjoyed this episode and the other episodes that we have uh, recorded. Please subscribe and like. Yeah. <laughs> if you want to hear more about my adventures, which I have so much more to tell. Yeah. If you want to hear more about 3B's adventures, he will for sure be on the podcast uh, in future episodes. Go to theneighborsupstairs.com to find all of our social media. And again, subscribe or follow us Definitely on comment. the directory. You know, drop a line. Email us. Let us know what you think. And yeah, thank you guys so much and have a great day. Peace.